The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Welcome to Strike Point. I have an echo. It's rock and roll. It's a little difficult to speak this way, but uh, maybe the studio could turn off the echo. Um, anyway, we are back again. We are live. I'm sorry about last week. We should have been live, but um, something came in the way. Family business. Um, now we're live again. And with me, I have, as usual, Jason Duke. So are you with me, Jason? I am indeed, Mikhail. How are you, sir? I'm good, and now the echo disappeared, so it's not so rock and roll anymore, but it's a lot easier to talk. <laughs> it was like the old days of your, you being in the music industry, wasn't it, Mikkel? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit too much, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, apologies that we weren't on last week, guys. Uh, uh, it, was, it was me that had some family stuff that had to take priority. Um, but we're here, both of us, this week, and uh, we've got a lot to chat about, don't we, pal? Yes, we definitely do, because some big changes has happened, and um, most of it, I'm sorry to say, is rather bad. So, um, this is probably not the right show for all you Googlers to listen into if you're too sensitive about your your small search engine. But, um, yeah, we will have to bash it today. But there's also some good news coming from Google, so um, it's not yeah, only... I was gonna, now, I was going to say, be fair, and you are being fair there. Google have done some very good stuff as well. Yeah. Um, not everything in the world is bad when it comes to Google. A lot of it is, but not all of it. <laughs> and uh, we've, got, we've got to give credit when credit's due. And actually, for some of the stuff that Google have done, uh, uh, we do need to give them some fair credit. Only a little bit, though. They can work up towards the big stuff. I guess it's not coming out of the same team within Google. It is a big company now. So so certain certain parts of Google, certain teams within Google are at least trying to do a lot of good for us webmasters. And then you have other teams in Google that are definitely not. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, uh, as you say, that, that small business that started in, uh, um, down in the garage and, and their first employees were there working alongside everyone. It, it's not that business anymore. And the pull, it, the different direction that you get pulled from team to team to team. Um, and even with the changes that we've seen since Larry's become CEO again within the organization after Eric, I think it's fair to say that since Larry's come on, he's seen the cutting and culling of many projects and promotion of others, that money is the dominant force now. And it's clear that from a chief executive position, if it doesn't make money, they're not doing it. But then again, they are obliged to do that. I mean, it's it's a public company. As far as I, I'm not, I'm not a stock trader and I'm not, you know, I don't know all the, the legal jimbo jumbo of, of, of stock trading. But as I understand for a public company, the responsibility for the management is to make money. And if they don't do that, 
they can actually be sued by 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 stockholders if if they do things that you know go, you know just for ethical reasons or whatever. If it if it doesn't contribute to making more money to make more money to the stockholders, I mean that's essentially what a public company is about. So no, I agree with you. And, I agree. And, and, you know that that's how it is, and of course they can still within that framework of making money make money in different ways. They can they can do it more or less ethical. They can you know treat the employees in different ways and whatever. But um, but yeah, definitely it is about money when you when you run a public company. No, and, I agree and, with you. But there, there's there's an old saying, Mikkel, is if you, if if you're if you when you go to, if you go somewhere, uh, uh, I'm not going to can't remember the exact wording now, but it's along the lines of if you go to a site and you can't see what's being sold, then you're the product, mm. and you're the person that's being sold. You know, advertising or, or, or whatever it may be. Google over the last ten years or so, you know, since while Eric was CEO, were very good at the areas of providing services for nothing, but using you as the product. Since uh, Larry's come back as the CEO, they're cutting those services back, looking for direct cash. I agree with you. They're a corporate. They're there to make money. They've got to do that. They've got to make cash for the shareholders. I completely agree with you. But, but isn't that true for isn't that true for for any kind of of uh, free or freemium product out there on the web? That that essentially, as you say, you are the product. I mean, isn't that the same thing with 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 Skype? Isn't that the same thing with all the the free or freemium products out there? Not not just this is not something very specific to Google. I, w- I would say. Um, no, no, you're, you're you're right. You're you're completely right. We agree with each other, hundred percent there. <laughs> uh, um, but 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 what it's just difference is that you can also say they're very similar to drug dealers. You give something away for free until they're addicted, and then you pull it away from them and start asking for money. Now, yeah, but that, do you ever think? Do you ever think Google would uh, charge for search, or for, for for that matter, any any search engine uh, would charge for 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 basic search? I don't think I would charge for basic search. Not at the moment, anyway. Who knows what the future may bring? But I can't see at the moment. What I can see happening, though, and it's happened already, is Google have started to charge for their analytics program. You know, uh, um, if you want the premium or do you actually want some of the service, it will it will cost you money. How long before that becomes to the smaller websites that are out there as well? But, but you, you know, know that they actually, you know, actually, when I was I was managing the, the search in Croatia in Scandinavia many years ago, it's like yeah. ten years, more than ten years ago now. We actually did think, or actually, I presented the idea of paid search, not not in pay, as we think. Think about paid search today that you buy sure. advertising. No, paid from the search user experience. So, because I did a calculation for Crescia back then, where I basically calculated how much on average do we make on each of our search users. And if you take the total ad revenue and divide it with all the, the, the users we had, the revenue per user is actually not very high. And and I would guess, I haven't made the calculation in, 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 in Google's case, but I, I would guess that the, the, the average revenue per user on Google search is pretty low because I'm, I mean they do have huge revenues but they also have a huge amount of users so yeah, yeah. They, they could essentially what I worked out is that we could essentially charge maybe two or three times what we made per user on average in advertising uh, and it would still be very cheap it would only be like a few dollars a year or something like that so I mean would you pay let's say 10 20 dollars a year to use Google ad free would I? No, I wouldn't, because I actually, I like some of the adverts quite often. The adverts are more responsive and more specific for what the type of data I want 
than the organic results because the algo has got to a state where it's so bad and easily gamed nowadays the adverts have got that human element and that human element is someone creating the copy of the adverts the correct keywords etc geographic time zone day opt-ins day parting so on and so forth is that when i happen to search for something the adverts are quite often more relevant to me than the damn organic results so true, i like true. the adverts true but let's let's assume that that organic was was uh, very good and I mean, you could always, it, it would, it would of course all, only be when you're logged in because that's the only way for them to verify that you're a paid customer. So you always log out and get the, the usual results, including AdWords that everybody else was getting. Now I was just, you know, talking about, would you pay for that option to have an ad-free experience with Google? It, I, I definitely would pay 20 bucks or whatever to have it as an option where I could always, Mikkel, you know. Mikkel, I would pay the cash. If yeah. I could get a better quality of experience... Yeah, I would pay the cash. My concern is that I think that the 20 bucks wouldn't be the amount that we're talking about. It would have been back then. But now, when you talk about the quantity of data, the quantity of searches across all my devices that I do, whether it's an iPad or my laptop or on my phone, add it up across everything, and then knowing the pay-per-click costs uh, 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 that cost are in there, I, I earn for Google from the legitimate clicks that I make much more than 20 bucks over that year. I may be a non-average user. I don't know. Maybe twenty bucks an average. I, 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 you know, uh, I, I would actually estimate it to be much, much lower on average. But then, of course, then there's a question, of course, of who would pay and would they be average or would they be super users? It's probably likely that the ones that would pay would be high volume users, and and maybe the revenues on high volume users is a little higher than than on average users. But still, I haven't done the calculation. It would be funny to make. I mean, it should be pretty easy because all the numbers, or at least most of the numbers, are public knowledge. You know, the the revenues that Google get from AdWords divided by the the the, the average users they have on a, on a monthly basis or yearly basis. I mean, it it should be pretty easy to make that calculation. See how much are they making per user. Um, so it would be interesting. Maybe maybe some of our listeners out there would like to do that calculation at some point and, and report it to us. It would be interesting. I'm sure. Here, Mikkel. Anyway. Uh, 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 there was a couple of things. We, we were going to chat about, and this is where we're working our way towards, the big change within Google. It was a week and a half ago uh, now, and that was going to a, a secure login, encrypted search for logged in users for people that go to google.com. Um, now, we haven't got round to that yet, but uh, uh, um, do you think we should get round to start with that after the ads, or should we keep going for a bit now? I think uh, maybe we should actually start out with the good thing, because it's a very small, very short thing, and we could, we, I think we can cover that just before we go to, um, to the commercials. So um, let's uh, bring that on. The positive what? news about Google. Da -da 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 -da. Go. <laughs> Google, let me say this. I, I really am. I do take my hat off to Google here. This is something that Google could have done years ago. They haven't, and there was no call for it, to be fair. But I really do think this is a good, good thing that Google have done for the webmaster. For the user, the person that uses the search engine, it makes no difference whatsoever. So this isn't about money. This is a direct money for Google. This is about actually delivering a service to the webmaster. And for that reason, I really do think Google have done something great. Today, in Google Webmaster Tools, within the console when you log in for your site... They will start to tell you if you have duplicate content problems within your site. And when I say within your site, I don't just mean canonicalization issues within the URLs of the domain name that you're in, but potentially your content on other sites within the web. So they'll tell you if you think it's been scraped or arguably if you're scraping someone else's or, or, or stealing them, that, that content. So 
you're now in a position where, as a webmaster, Google knows, and you're going, oh, what's the hell? There's so many problems are caused by duplicate content when you're doing the basics of SEO. Um, with whatever the reasons may be, whether it be internal on your own site, you cock yourself up, you get it wrong on your own site, or potentially, to, but to a much lesser degree in my experience, but it still goes on, rather sites using that same content as yours, or, or Google thinks it's the same content, but they're actually going out of their way and providing that data. So, Mikhail, put your hands together for Google. Mm. Google, I, I, I really do think that's a very, very good thing. I, I think it's the right thing to do. Could have done it a long time ago, so it's not going to be 100% good news, but at least they've done it now. And that's, that, that's a sign of a good business. Well, do you know what, what struck me once? I had a meeting a couple of years ago with the Google quality team uh, in, 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 San, in, in um, Silicon Valley, and um, there was also some representative from the, uh, from the WebBuzzer Tools team in there and we talked a lot uh, they they want to pick our brains you know we want to pick their brains they want to get you know suggestions for for what we can what can they do and i think i i, I told the listeners and strike point this before but um basically what what i found out there is that even though google is so big they're still internally fighting over resources so the webmaster team or the webmaster tools team was sitting there and, and asking us what features do you want what what would you like the most and we we you know we gave them all kinds of ideas and then they basically said okay that's fine you know we we think it's great we would love to do all these things but internally we're fighting for the same resources that all the other teams at google are fighting for so in order for us to get the resources we need to come up with you know a business plan for for when we want to want to use more server capacity for whatever service we want to go forward with so they asked us how can we calculate ROI on webmaster support and we were like mm, <laughs> i don't know exactly. <laughs> and that was the problem because at the set you know when they then they apply you know say we need a hundred new servers for this capacity this service because every service you know takes more capacity you know you know all about that and 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 so then at the same time maybe the google analytics team come around or the adwords team come around and say we want this amount of servers or we want this amount of servers and 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 they all have uh, their budgets put together you know especially the adwords team can come around and say okay if we get a thousand servers we're going to make you another billion or whatever but it's really difficult for the webmaster tools team to come up with numbers uh, to come up with an ROI on, on supporting webmasters. So so I guess a lot of times when we don't see things like this coming out, it's not because the team working with the tool set don't want to make it or they don't know how to make it. It's because they cannot get the internal resources they need to make it. So, I mean, it, it thumbs up to all of Google for, for actually putting down the resources and, of course, for the Webmaster Tools team um, to think of it. Um, so I think that that's probably the reason why it was delayed so long, because I totally agree it should have been there years ago because they had the data all along. But it's good that it's coming out now, especially with, of course, with the Panda update that have even more focus on, on duplicate content. I mean, it's so much more important to every webmaster to know uh, what goes on. And, and I mean, both you and I know that there's just so much duplicate content out there on, 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 on websites. Uh, I would say, say it's still one of the top uh, problems that that, um, that website owners are, are fighting these days. No, I agree with you, Mikkel. It's uh, a well done, Google. And on that great news, should we go to a break? It, it, one thing, just a, a, a question I have about it, because it, it, it came out, what did you say, did it came out today, or, or was it just a news today? I, I, I read it today. Okay, I read it because, today. 
So you hadn't had time to, to actually test it because one, one concern I would have is, and we're going to come back to that a little bit in, in other tools issues later today, is how accurate it is. Um, I mean, even if it's not totally accurate, it would still be a help. But I would just like to know whether it can be trusted so that if you have no warnings in there or if you get rid of all the warnings, that you actually don't have any uh, duplicate content in the eyes of, of Google or if there could still be something left, um, how perfect the tool is, in other words. That's something we probably need to, to look into uh, in the coming weeks and months. Uh, and if any of the users out there, any of, of the listeners to the show have any experience with that, please um, let us know if you if you see any, any problems with that. Um, I'm sure Google would like to know about it as well. So... Um, that was that was um, was the only thing. Anyway, uh, I think it's time now to have a short break, um, so we can give a little time to our sponsors that are keeping this show free. So uh, please stay with us. We will be back in a couple of minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit the Internet Marketing Ninjas booth at PubCon 2011 Vegas or visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. As you know, being an expert at f What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f*** performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. The Frequency for Nightmares. Webmaster Radio. <laughs> now, back to Strike Point, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. 
Welcome back to Strike Point. We are live today and with me I have Jason Duke as usual and we are going to talk a whole lot about the new Google Secure Search and how they are now not passing referrals or at least they're not passing referrals to everybody and we're going to talk about why they pass them to who and why they don't pass them to others. But maybe a quick introduction to what has actually happened here. So maybe you can you can tell us about that, Jason. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, Google have incorporated uh, 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 the ability in an automated fashion for any users who are logged in that go to google.com only, so it's not international yet, that they will automatically be redirected to the SSL version of the website. When I say SSL, I mean HTTPS. Um, it means that the communication between your web browser and google.com will be encrypted. And it's much harder for some random horrible person who might be on that same Wi-Fi network as you to see any of that data that's passed around. Um, it means that you have a more secure experience with, as a searcher, have a more secure experience with, with Google. But what else they've done, and they've done it at the same time, and let, let me stress before I go into that, that Google making all of their logged in users for Google.com go secure is a really good thing in my opinion. It makes the web uh, a, a, a more secure place. It's, I, mean, I don't believe it's insecure anyway overall, but it makes it more secure and that can only be a good thing. Historically, you probably couldn't have done that because computers weren't fast enough to do the real-time encryption, so on and so forth, and the costs were too prohibitive. But the standard's still the same, and but the computers have got faster. It's Moore's law, in effect, I suppose. And well, let's hold on to that just just a second. I, I totally agree with you that that um, if a, if a larger portion of the web was uh, run on secure protocol, the whole web would be a more secure experience, and hackers would have a lot harder time hacking into to whatever you're doing. But what I don't understand is why only serve locked-in users the secure version? Well, I, I believe I've got an answer to that. I believe, but let me, before I get on to the why, let's explain okay. what's happened. Yeah. Because look, we can work out why in a moment. And I, I don't. Well, none of us are going to know the absolute uh, uh, honest answer. Only the people involved at Google will know. But we can look at the hypothesis of what it could be. I think I know. I may be wrong, but look, we'll come on to that. So anyway, Google, but they've only done it on Google.com. That's an important part to remember. They've only done it for logged in users on Google.com. And that's the secure part. At the same time, and Google rolled this into the same update, and they didn't separate them out. But technically, on a purely geeky level, these are separate things. Google have said that we will not send the correct referrer information for any of these people that go to that go to the secure site. So they're logged in and they're Google.com. But let me stress this to you now. Google are still sending referrer information. They're just choosing to send or, ch or manipulate. So it's not it it isn't the server that sends referrer information, it's the web browser. But they're manipulating the way that the web browser goes to your site to send inaccurate referrer information. So I'm going to backtrack so I'm getting a bit geeky now. Is that okay, Mick? I'm just going to go back yes. a couple of points. If you go to Google.com, not anywhere else in the world, and you are logged in, you'll be redirected automatically to the secure version of Google.com. That is a good thing, so big thumbs up. Bad thing is it's only Google.com. What's about the rest of the world? Bad thing, it's only if you're a, a logged-in user. And then, separately... 
they're choosing to break the referrer information and send false data. Now, what that means to a website owner is if you look at your log files or you look at your stats program, Google Analytics included, by the way, um, is that you won't have the correct referrer string. And the referrer string is how your stats package to from what keywords people are searched for. So what Google have done is said, hold on, we're doing secure, but that means that uh, uh, refer information is going to be broken because, uh, um, and they left it as that. And that's the start of when it's happened. There are lots of people saying, oh no, because Google's gone SSL and I've got a non-secure site, that means that I won't get refer information. Well, that's partly right, but wrong as to why it's actually happened. A standard way of the web works with all current browsers and since Dorm of Imorium is if you go from a secure site to an insecure site, to normal HTTP, is the browser, because it's the browser that does this, not the web server, the browser won't send the refer information, it'll just be blank. There'll be nothing there whatsoever. But if you go from a secure site to another secure site, then the browser will send refer information. So Google has an opportunity here. If they'd have just left it and said, we're going secure, if you're unsecure, you'll get a blank referrer. But if you choose to go secure as well, it will be no different to you whatsoever. They had the opportunity to make or to try and force the whole web to go SSL, which would have been amazing. It would have made the world a safer place, very much so. But they didn't do that. Mm. What they've actually done is said, mm, hold on, we've got advertisers here. They need to have some refer information because that's how they work out if their if their campaigns are working well uh, uh, or not as the case may be and they're the guys that pay us money um but uh, okay so i'll tell you what if it's an advertiser someone's paid us money to get on their page we'll send the refer information so we'll fake it because it's ssl but we'll send it via a couple of tracking links that will go http and we'll include the q equals so query equals and the search term but if it's organic, because those guys aren't paying us any money, we'll just say Q equals nothing. It'll just be blank. But there is still a referrer. So you can tell that someone's come from Google, and it won't show up that someone's come from SSL Google. It won't be HTTPS. It will look like it will come from HTTP. Um, but the query will be blank unless you've paid for that traffic. Now, Google said that they were doing all of this for privacy reasons, to do with no. person. No, actually... No? Um yeah, it's it's that's a funny thing. Uh, I didn't check up on this, but but usually Danny Sullivan is pretty accurate on this uh, because he he did actually look very careful and ask Google specifically for the reason why they did this. And what he found out is that they actually did not say it was for privacy reasons. They that's didn't. what we all okay. that's what we all assume, and that's what they kind of insinuated. In well, what they, going they, to, they insinuated was for privacy, but they actually didn't quote say for privacy reasons but i mean then if it's not for privacy reasons then what is it you know <laughs> then let me tell you i i believe there's a few things and a few clues we've got along the way the clues are it's google.com only now google quite often start with com and roll it out the other country versions as they go on throughout but but if this was about privacy, if it was about protection, if it's about security, we'd do it on everything, wouldn't you? Here, here's the thing. The thing that Google.com is unique about, rather than every other country version of Google, is that all of your authentication 
for when you log in is with it, no matter where you are based in the world, whatever your account is, whatever your standard search engine is, is always with Google.com. So if you were to log in as a user, it's always your browser always communicates with Google.com, no other version of Google. And also, is, uh, um, it is that's why it's about logged in users only. And why? Because there are a couple of hacks, and actually not hacks, there were studies that came out, and by Alcatel-Lucent, um, and also by, uh, what university is this? Uh, uh, um, university of California over in Irving in the US. And it was these guys that said, hold on, if someone's logged in, we found a way that it's uh, uh, insecure, more insecure than normal. And the only way you can really reduce the chances of us being able to sniff and understand and get your cookie on Google.com and see what all those things you've searched for in your personalized search is to make it secure. So I believe that they, they put this SSL aspects in place purely because of these two papers. And I'm, I won't link to them at the moment. I can't, I, I, we might put them up uh, uh, later in the chat room. But these two papers go into detail about how Google could be penetrating, you could understand and log in as a user and see all their personal search searches that they've undertaken, identify people because of that. Now, for me... That was what the security team was saying. We need to go SSL. We need to go secure to stop these problems. We don't need to do it the whole web because uh, uh, it's only Google.com, not any other one of the websites that Google have got, that people log into. They log into Google.com, then we redirect them to their local version. For me, they send me to Google.co.uk. For you, Mikkel, it would be .dk, I guess. But um, then that, that wouldn't explain why they then break the standards of how referral oh. data is passed oh. on uh, this is, uh, because, <laughs> because that, that, I've got the answer there as well I, <laughs> I, right I think the original thing came from a security team and then I think that you had the other teams within there the web spam teams coming up and you had the AdWord teams jumping in as well and all of these people fighting together and then you had Larry who's all about money 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 and I'm not saying that's wrong because we've already had that discussion already. It goes, right, we've got to do this. What else can we roll in there? And I can see, whether it be Matt Cutts or someone else within the WebSpan team, going, let's stop two things here. One, let's stop giving all of these search guys the ability to see what sends the traffic and therefore converts and makes the money so they stop spamming their engines. It, it makes it harder for them. But actually, you know what I think was a bigger driver was I can imagine someone in the display team going, all of those bastard companies out there who are doing search retargeting. Now, can you go, Mikkel, do you know what search retargeting yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but I yeah, I, know, I exactly know, but later, let's explain it to the listeners here so everybody is in line with what they actually can do. <laughs> Because well, I think me, that, that, that might be a very good reason why they, they actually did it, yeah. There's lots of companies out there retargeting media ad work, so online online banners, effectively, who who will pay websites to say, look, just stick our tag on that page and, and, and we'll see all of, we'll pay you every time there's a visitor it turns up, well, one cent or something, I don't know. But but they'll and what they'll do is all those visitors that come in, they'll see if they've come from Google and just go, oh, that person searched for online poker. And that person over there searched for uh, a, a green TV monitor. I don't know why I said green, but it's quite niche, um, etc. And they put a cookie on that person. And then they were to sell, knowing that if they ever see that person again, they get that cookie. 
is that they're building a profile up on that individual. That guy's about online poker and green TVs. So then, then I can imagine someone in the media team in Google going, those bastard companies, they're making money out of our users who have searched their search engine and, uh, and they're going after them. And Google do retargeting as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but, but not search retargeting. That's actually quite important. They don't do search retargeting. My guess is there's been internal fights between them, between the different teams. The organic natural search team were probably fighting with the media team. Yeah, a media team saying, we want to be able to do it. And organic team were going, no, it's our data, you're not having it. So we ended up in this position. But there were other companies that came in that actually started to provide that data and were doing really well. I mean, really well out of it. So Google's crushed some potential competitors in the name of privacy or in inference of privacy and security for their users. And at the same time, so they've either done it for spam reasons or they've done it for, uh, 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 to kill the competition. But what I think then happened, Mikkel, is the AdWords team are going, but guys, the people who actually pay us money, they need this information to be able to work and to understand their campaigns and to do their stuff, which is why I think we've actually ended up with this horrible hodgepodge of manipulation and breaking referrers and fixing referrers and redirecting here and there. And they actually decided to go, look, we infer it's for privacy, but it's not really because we'll give the data to the uh, uh, people who pay to have an advert on our site, but we won't give it to everyone else because we can break it for, uh, 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 we'll break the referrer and make the browser send false information uh, 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 for someone that's that's not paid to be on our site and we're giving them free traffic and we will break and we'll give it uh, the true refer or the true search query information to those those that do. So, Michael, that's what I think's happened. And 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 if you are right, and of course it's if because we're just guessing, but I, I pretty much agree no. with you on 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 the guesses. It, it could very well be so, but if you're right, then of course it makes sense for Google not to explain it because. Again, I'm not a lawyer, but I would assume that if they went out in public and said, oh, the reason we did this is to block um, competing networks uh, to compete with our products, uh, they would have, as I understand, a, a, a antitrust case, a monopoly case against them very, very, very quickly if they actually went out and said that. But but I, I I very much agree with um, Danny made a very good write up. I can post it in the chat room, or you can just go to search engine land and search for Google put surprise on privacy. Um, where in 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 the end of that that it's a very very long article that that Danny put up. One of his very long but very very it's uh, brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. brilliant. You should go and, and and definitely go and read that. But he concludes by the end of the article. And I'm going to quote: "That move is one of the most disturbing hypocrisy." hypocritical things I've ever seen Google do, ever seen Google do, it also needs to take the further steps down to stop its blah, blah, blah. If blocking refers isn't a privacy issue, then Google needs to provide referral data for all publishers, not just those who advertise. And I mean, he's also uh, talking about earlier in this, uh, this uh, piece about other unethical or questionable things that Google did in the past, like when they, they let the Chinese filter uh, search results and stuff, and he still think this move is one of the most disturbing and hypocritical things that Google ever did. And I kind of agree because this, 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 is, this, is, um, this is serious because they're abusing their 
more or less monopoly uh, in, in certain places in Europe it's definitely is a monopoly yes to compact competitors competing networks uh, in the market that are using uh, uh, the, the the referral data for for retargeting but it it, it looks like Google think that the referral data belongs to them. But in my opinion, it belongs to the browser. It belongs to the, exactly. to the person who owns the browser. It's my referral data. It's not Google's referral data. And, and that's why I, why I think they, they get, because what I hate is that they go and make decisions about how my browser should work. And I don't think that's, I, I, would, I would actually, you know, it's, it's kind of sort of a hacking you know, they're hacking my browser to behave in a different way than what I decided it should do. Because I can, of course, on my network, I can decide that I don't want to pass referral data. I believe you can block it out in your firewall. Isn't that true? I, I believe some companies can, are doing you, that. You, I mean, you can definitely do that. I can, I can make that decision, but it's a decision that I should make on my network admin or whoever <laughs> makes that decision. It, I don't think that decision belongs uh, to Google in, in the first place. It's also interesting to see that this fight over referral data is actually not new. Uh, I think Danny also pointed out in, in his article, yeah, he does that. Remember back in 2009 when Google made these changes to the search result where they broke first? Um, and there was a lot of publishers being upset just not like we see it now, except back then it was everybody who got uh, affected because it was basically, I think it was some Ajax stuff or something they did with, with search right, results. So, so, so referrals just, because there was no referral string, uh, so of course it didn't, it didn't pass. Uh, but very quickly, and, and I know that the, the, the quality team and Matt Cotts um, was arguing that referral data is very important. So they, they did some tweaking with this uh, really fast and restored the, the, the referral data. So it was only for, for a relatively short time that, that we didn't have that data and we got it back. So apparently there are people inside Google back then, it's only two years ago, Matt Cott was uh, one of them arguing that, that referral data for everyone is important. Um, and now apparently it, it's it's not so important. And and I and I, I kind of I kind of think that maybe maybe and that's also what, what Dan is, is suggesting, which I think might be right, is that maybe Matt Cotts and his team don't actually agree with this. But I mean they're corporate employees. They have to back up whatever their management say that they, they have to go with. But I I, I would I would I would question whether whether he actually fully support this uh, this decision of 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 filtering uh, uh, referral data the way that they're doing it now, and I would also question whether they're going to continue doing it. Um, as 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 we talked about, it's still not rolled out globally. It still only affects a relatively small portion of searches. Um, Google Google said it would only be single-digit uh, percentages uh, of searches, and and just so far assume that that it is only maybe two, three, five, seven, eight percent of all your searches that will be fixed. So uh, maybe there's no reason me, to totally panic, but but if it spreads you, out, then then you know there's going to be an uproar about this. I think. Mikko, let me just jump in there. I, I agree with everything you just said, apart from that final point. The final point being it's just a few percent. It is just a few percent at the moment. Everybody that's looked at this overall, on average, it's been about the 9 to 11 percent. So it is roughly the single digits just. But 
let me ask you this question as well. Everything that I believe in and everything that I've read and every study that I've seen out there about mobile devices becoming the mainstream, whether it be an iPad, tablet, whether it be your telephone, whatever it be, but they're going to become more invasive and more uh, greater in quantity and number and used more than traditionally sitting down at your computer. Now, you try and use a damn mobile phone without being logged in. If it's an Android device or even yeah, if it's yeah, an Apple true. device, you are permanently logged in on those things. True. So, true. so it's our I yeah. believe going to go up. It's not going to go down naturally. No, true. Go up. True. I, I mean, I, I, even without mobile, I think more and more people are going to be logged in because it has so much value to Google that more and more use that most users are logged in when they search. Um, that that's the only way they can keep a history on 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 you, and, and and profile you and everything else. So it does have a value for Google for you to be logged in or for as many users to be logged in. So they are going to try and force everybody to be logged in as as hard as they can. So even without mobile, and mobile is a very growing portion of of of, of the web. I think more and more uh, users are going to be logged in. And yes, so therefore, this is going to be a growing problem. It's not. It's not a, 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 I mean, you can still run a good business. You can still, I mean, even if you only get 90% accurate uh, referral data, that's still, you know, good enough to make business decisions. But if it we goes have, up to like to 20, 30, 50, 60, 70%, you know, then, then, then it's really going to be a problem. Well, Mikhail, and, and you, have, you have to work with the data that you've got. And if you've got 90%, then it's not perfect but you have to work with it and if you've got 99 you'd always want 100 so I can understand the other side of the argument is look you've got what you've got you can have to make your decisions based on that now I've got a sales in an awkward position because what I think Google have done is partly good I think the SSL part's really good but they have the opportunity for making the whole web pretty much SSL or those webmasters because if, the, if they'd have said SSL across all of the Google properties and the webmasters and they'd have gone look we're going SSL. If you want the referral data, you've got to go SSL as well because that would be the normal way of doing it. They had the opportunity, Google had the opportunity because of their size and dominance for making pretty much the whole web more secure. That would have been a brilliant thing if they'd have done that, but they chose not to. Now, yeah. and the second thing, and the second thing where I think Google could have done something better was, uh, uh, um, you know what, I actually think it's right to provide referral information because, as you said, Mikkel, it is the browser. It isn't, a, it isn't a server that sends it. It is the web browser, and you can turn it off in your own web browser, or at your, as you said, at your router and your network, however you want. There's a thousand ways. Is Google have gone out of their way to not hack it. You used the term hack. I don't know if it's quite right, but, but to manipulate and break it on purpose. That's wrong. If I send a click yeah. from my page to your page, it's always been the way that the web's worked. That I'll tell you, you have the ability to look at that and to use that data to deliver a better... This is the important thing, to deliver a better experience to your visitors, which actually, at the heart of it, is what Google say they want you to do. Yeah. You know, and uh, you see, for me, as a, on a personal level, I, I think Google had the good with the SSL and did really bad with the referral. I mean, really bad. I think it's disgusting what they've done. But... On a business level for me, because I work in that behavioural space, it was good news. Because I don't know what way to go, you know? Because yeah. Google stopped giving webmasters data, and I can deliver that value anyway. But 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 it's like, oh my God, what way do I go? Well, actually, I was really strongly worded, you know, and I, I, I went out there on the web, but when it all happened, and I was strong going, Google, you're wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. It's bad. It, it's quite simply, it's a wrong thing to do. 
I'm being torn both ways, and it's an awkward position to be in. But hey, there we are. Uh, um, <laughs> the, the anyway, the, I I think we need a, a quick break uh, before we um, go into the last segment. Um, as usual, the time is just running so fast. So um, we're going to come back in just a minute and talk a lot more about, or a little bit more about, the final points about this whole referral breaking thing and all the problems, uh, and maybe you know some of the solutions that um, could be facing you out there. So if you stay with us for just a minute and listen to our sponsors, we will be back. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing AscenderCart. AscenderCart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with AscenderCart. Learn more about what AscenderCart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T dot com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line -line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Blog, blog, blog. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the talk of the town. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on Webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Strike Point and the final 10 minutes or so that we have left. Maybe a little more if Brasco is really nice to us. <laughs> I don't know about that. Anyway, we were talking about Google going SSL and breaking referral data and all the problems and all the hypocrisy behind that. Um, so, Brasco say we have seven minutes left. I think we have a little more than that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he said there's a live show right after. Well, 
let's see about that. <laughs> anyway, I think he's very he's very insisting that. You know, anyway, they, we're they just do, talking the, about the more Rickle, disturbing the, thing. There's a yeah. reason why they play music at the end of, uh, during the award shows to move people along. Don't make me do that to you. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't always help. You know, <laughs> not on strike point. <laughs> well, I have a button right here I can mute right now. So <laughs> yeah. Don't say that to you. You got hackers on this show. <laughs> I threatened, but I never done it. Don't make me threaten, man. Come Jason, on. could, you, could you hack the disc there? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't do things like that. Mikkel, do you, remember, remember those sites. Both of us have. We've had sites banned over the years. You know, it's there one day and there's a button pressed. Let's not do it on the radio show. We'll just wrap things up slowly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, I think we both agree that at, uh, as long as they don't change what they already did, this this problem is going to grow because more and more people are going to be locked in some way or another, and uh, therefore we're going to get less and less uh, referral data. And of course, uh, there might also come internal discussions at Google because, as I, as I mentioned before the break, I don't think entire team at Google agree to this. I don't think that the 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 with this and also something I want to bring up that Google may not have thought about but but I think is important for them to understand and especially the the AdWords team most of my clients look at search as a whole so they do search advertising they're happy to spend a lot of money with Google they don't mind doing that but organic is part of it just as when they they look at newspapers they do public relations and they buy advertising in newspapers and just the way they look at social media they do organic social media optimization and they also buy buy ads in Facebook they see those two things side by side and the, and the and the knowledge they gave gain from one side is reused in the other side and and the other way around so to them it's a whole now when google disable one leg in that in that um, in that in that uh, uh, in that what do you call it framework or whatever you know in that circle they are they are essentially also breaking um, those advertisers interest in the whole media so so i would be afraid I think, you know, maybe the people at AdWords thought, great, if we make it more difficult for our for, 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 for webmasters to use organic search, they're going to spend more with AdWords. I don't think it, 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 it necessarily goes that way. I think some advertisers may just spend more, spend less focus on search as a whole, and therefore Google making less money out of this. Uh, maybe not for all advertisers, but for some advertisers, that will be true because if you gain less, I mean, a lot of the, the clients that we are working with, they, 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 they do organic and they gain some, some experience with what keywords work for them and stuff. And then they discover new keywords organically that they then transfer into uh, uh, their AdWords accounts and, and are duplicating there and spending money with them there. Now, if they don't get that data from organic, they won't spend that money with AdWords. Well, I, so, I agree with the principles of what you're saying, Mikkel, actually, but I don't think it's quite that bad. The reason I say that, you're right, all the big corporates do look at search as a whole, and that includes the AdWords and organic. It's us in the industry that splits it into two separate things. The big corporates look at it as one balance sheet. Hey, we put 10 bucks in and we got 15 bucks out. Woohoo! Um, but normally quite bigger numbers. But, but if suddenly uh, uh, um, the organic stuff, isn't directly attributable as to see what the return on investment is. They'll go, right, continue with the AdWords where we can directly see what the ROI is and stop investing in the, uh, um, stop investing as a whole uh, uh, into the organic. That won't really happen. We know it won't happen, 
but it could. The reason I say it won't happen is they know, they'll still know that someone's come from Google. And that you can still tell. You can tell that someone's come from Google organically. You just can't tell what they search for. So you can still pull it down that Google sent us so much business and that converted into so much money. So people still work in the SEO. Um, they just won't be able to focus as effectively on specific keywords. Whereas at the moment, if you're at number three or for a certain keyword and you know, and you know how much money it's coming, you go, great, we can work out. It's worth investing that money to get to number one. You just won't be able to go to that granular level as you were before. Um, but they also they also going to lose out on because it, let's say let's say that in in a couple of months or years or whatever, a very big portion of the organic referrals are going to be lost. Let's say it's going to be 70, yes. 80, 90 percent or whatever big big portion. Then a big portion of the reason why people use Google Analytics are gone. So a lot of a lot of webmasters then would not sign up to Google Analytics at all. Why would they if they don't get the except, data they need? Except the Google Analytics, you know, it's got its roots in Urchin, as we know. Uh, um, the old Urchin was a was a paid product. It wasn't cheap either, but it was very very good. It sold to Google, bought it, etc., etc., and effectively it became a free product. Uh, um, Google have got that out there. I believe they gave it away for free to get the data on users. Mm. That they're using yeah. for there, but they've got everything now, so they can charge for it and they can restrict it. And is that anti-competitive? You could argue that it is, but you and I have got a different opinion. I don't see a big problem with that, but others would disagree with me. I think that a web a business can do what's best for them as a business and their shareholders. And a competitive aspect, if you're not big enough to fight against them, then tough. That's the way of the world. But I'm a big horrible capitalist. Um, the uh, EU and US and other another uh, large organisations around the world will take a different view, but that's a reality. So it is anti-competitive. But but Google Analytics isn't the only product that's out there. There's lots of alternatives. It's just that most webmasters have seen that Google Analytics is so damn good and it costs nothing. So let's use it. It's so easy. Yeah, I, I mean a lot of I mean all 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 sensitive webmasters are going to use analytics one package or another even if they don't get referral data because that's not the only reason to use analytics what i'm just saying is that it's it's the reason a lot of webmasters in the first place put on analytics it is to get that uh, referral data and it, and 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 if you're in a, in a region like denmark or uk where where most of your search referrals are coming from google and suddenly you don't get that that uh, detailed referral data anymore a lot of those webmasters are not going to sign up to google analytics i'm i'm just i'm just summing up to the fact that i think this could also potentially hurt Google in some way. I'm not saying that nobody's going to use Google Analytics or nobody's going to spend money with AdWords anymore because they are. You know, e even if we if we got zero organic uh, referral data, a lot of people would still use Google Analytics. A lot of people would still uh, buy AdWords. But I'm saying there's also a negative effect on Google on doing this that that may not have thought about. Um, I but I think Mikhail, the. the, the I I understand what you're saying. I disagree. The only point I'm going to add as a final point, I disagree. And the reason being is everybody uses it already. And who's going to change now? Because they've killed the marketplace, just like with browsers, with Microsoft back in the day. You give it away for free. You kill your competition. There is no analytics data products out there that many people use outside of the real, the very, very niche people like Adobe with Omniture, etc. Everybody already uses Google Analytics, they've just taken away one of the small parts within there uh, uh, and other areas. No one's going to change it. They'll continue using it. So there isn't going to be the incremental growth because they've already got everyone. Yeah. 
but still you know there's the the web is not is not static you know with the the there's there's tons of new websites being launched every single day and they make need to make decisions about what do we want to do moving forward uh and so i i, I agree with you all the websites that have google analytics on now are probably not going to take it away uh but but it's going to be you know more more webmasters are going to question what the value is to put it on a new website if they don't get the data that they're looking out for in the first place and again you know some some a lot a lot are still going to do it because I, I i you know i i would still advise you to do it because there's a lot of other data of course with your analytic package that are important for you to get not just the referral data from google so so it's not that i'm saying people shouldn't do it i'm just saying that there is also a, a, a negative effect but again this is not the the most important part of it I think the most important part of it is the hypocrisy involved in this and the fact that they have broken with the standards of the web. They have, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it hacking because legally it probably isn't hacking, but they are interfering with the way that my browser and my network is set up. Uh, it's my referral data and they're interfering in that. And I, and I think this is gonna haunt Google until they make a different decision or until they come out with some really solid and valid explanation of why they're doing it the way they are. I think that was I my think final words. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're pulling in the music, which means that we have no more time left. The last thing I need to say is that next Mikkel, time- Mikkel, don't say that. Something's changed. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Anyway, I won't say anything more. Uh, I hope you had Would a good you like show me to say and it? enjoyed it. I can say <laughs> it. Um, thank you, Jason, for being here with me. Um, you, I Mikkel. hope we're going to be here next week uh, live again. And uh, so, see you all. Tune in. Have a good week.